This is Contra Radio Network, internet radio for the discerning prepper and patriot. Hey folks, guess what the number one phrase that Life Change Tea receives by email? You ready? We love this tea. We love this tea. Time after time, week after week, we love this tea. Life Change Tea gives you more energy, a beautiful cleansing, and fulfills its slogan perfectly. The tea that makes you go. So if you want to be on your health game, log on to getthetea.com and order Life Change Super Strength Tea. Packages come in a one-month supply, and when you brew this stuff, wait until you see the results. Aren't we all about the results? And with a lot of people's health struggling, we can use a little bit of help. Doctors will tell you, disease starts in the gut. So log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Be our next email saying, I love this tea. I mean, I love this tea. Get the tea at getthetea.com. Helping America one tea bag at a time. Life is unpredictable, but you can count on Valley Food Storage to help you and your family prepare. With clean, natural, great tasting, and long-lasting food storage, with our natural and nutritious freeze-dried food, you'll be storing the food you love to eat. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Valley Food Storage banner. Welcome to the Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network. Hello, members of the Intelligentsia. John Jeffers here at the Jeffers Brief on the Encanto Radio Network. Coming to you with another episode chock full of information. Now today, what I want to do is I want to talk to you a little bit about a what-if scenario. That's right, what-if. Let us say the grid is down. Now, as a prepper or a prepper leader, or let's say you're even a leader of a patriot group, you're going to run across many types of different people. And you're only going to have, shall we say, a minute or two to decide if someone is lying to you. You're going to be asking them questions. They're going to be giving you answers. But like I said, you only got a minute or two to decide if these people are lying to you or not. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the signs of deception. What to look for. Are these uh, 100% foolproof? No. But you take these signs as together, now you got something to build on. As human beings, we don't have this ability to lie successfully. We, we just don't. There are certain physiological cues that we do. We can't help it. Can't control it. But you can spot it in individuals who are trying to deceive you. 
So that's what we're going to talk about a bit today. And you can practice it on all kinds of people. I got some sources I wanted to use, and so we've done that. So let me see. Where shall we start? Where shall we start? Okay. A couple things is let's talk about the top 10 signs that someone is lying. Now, this is from the uh, Forensics College. And did you know that just 54% of lies can be accurately spotted? Extroverts also tell more lies than introverts, and at least 82% of lies go undetected, according to the scienceofpeople.com website. The good news, however, is that people can improve their lie detection abilities, increasing them to near 90% accuracy. But how do you get started, right? So one of the first steps, according to the Science of People website, is become familiar with how someone typically acts. This is the process of establishing a baseline. A baseline is how someone acts when they are under normal, non-threatening conditions. It is how someone looks when they are telling the truth. In other words, it may be difficult to tell when someone is lying if you don't know he or she acts when they're telling the truth, which of course makes perfect sense. However, the strategies used to spot a lie can sometimes be confusing or even conflicting. Because of that, before making an accusation, be sure to think twice or even three times about doing it, unless of course it's really important to find out what happened to the last donut. Now in no particular order, here's a list of the top 10 signs that someone is lying to you. <clears throat> Number one is a change in their voice. Now, according to Greg McCreary, a retired FBI criminal profiler, a person's voice or mannerisms of speaking may change when they tell a lie, as reported on the Real Simple website. He first takes the strategy of identifying a person's regular speech patterns and mannerisms by asking typical, easy questions such as, you know, what their name is or where they live. This allows him to see any changes in speaking or mannerisms when he asks more challenging interrogative questions. Number two, they may try to be still. It seems weird, but perfectly still or being very still may be an indicator that a person is not telling the truth. Now, as Reader Digest points out, such a person may keep their movements minimized or even pull their arms or legs in toward their body mostly as a result of being tense or nervous. So think about it. When things are normal, people are generally more relaxed and may exhibit more fluidity and movement in their body. But when something is awry, including telling a, you know, a white lie or a huge fib, they may become stiff or rigid in body movement. Number three, their bodily expressions may not match what they're saying out loud. Have you ever seen a a person tells someone else that everything is fine when his or her body language and expressions clearly say something different. This may be a sign they're not telling the truth, even to themselves. Now, as the website uh, bafalu.com points out, when someone is lying, the timing between what they are saying and what they are expressing may be off, or their expressions may be mismatched to the words. Uh, just think of a flat thank you accompanied with a frown or a big bouquet of flowers. Something is off. 
Other signs of mismatch include a, a person shaking their head no while replying yes to a question. Number four, their language could change. That is, they might use distancing language to separate themselves from the truth, even changing their selection of pronouns as they speak. I may I misplaced her money might become I misplaced the money. All in an effort, subconscious or otherwise, to show less connection to an object or objects or what is being discussed. In other words, you gotta listen to each and every word they say and what they use and how they're using it. Number five, the direction of their eyes. Sometimes people who are not telling the truth may look to the left because they may be constructing answers or imagery in their head. This may be opposed looking to the right or up and to the right, where people's eyes often head when they're trying to recall an auditory or visual memory. However, as Biffaloo.com points out, these eye directions may be reversed for the typical left-handed person. And Udemy.com reports that eye direction may not be the most reliable indicator of a lie. So, first you gotta determine, right-handed or left-handed? So, once you determine that, now you watch their eye movements. If they look to the left, because they're right-handed, if they look to the left, it's because they're thinking of the story. How does it go? Trying to remember it, trying to put everything. That's called, you know, uh, you got, that's called up making up the lie as you go along. However, if you ask them a question, you know, how did you get here if your driver's license is suspended? Well, they look left, they say, well, I took a taxi. Or they may say, well, I had to drive because, you know, and they come on, they fess up. There you go. All right. So, number six, covering their mouth or eyes. Many people want to literally cover up a lie or hide themselves in the reaction to it, which may be why they put their hands over their eyes or mouths when letting out an untruth. Otherwise, Others may actually completely close their eyes when telling a lie. That's according to an article posted on the communitytable.com, particularly when it's in response to a question that does not require a lot of reflection. Number seven, unusual gesticulating. Think about what a kid does when you ask them where the last cookie went. They may lick their lips, look at their nails, or even shake their hands, and then tell a big whopper of a lie. What's really happening is that their anxiety response has kicked in, causing blood to be withdrawn from their extremities. Now, according to communitytable.com, they may not, or they may be unconsciously trying to calm their anxiety response, or at least get the, flood, the blood flowing back to their extremities, all of which could point to nervousness about telling a lie. Number eight, taking that hard line pause. Now, liars may pause a lot, as they work to construct details or stories in their head, you know, their stories, you know, because they're thinking. And they're trying to construct it or to explain their actions using a storyline that really didn't occur. Lifehack.com reports that paying attention to these pauses can be important because it may mean that an individual is making up events as they talk. Prevention Magazine additionally says that people who pause, who seem to be thinking hard, or who show gaps in the conversation may be exhibiting behaviors consistent with people who lie. Number nine, 
improvising with the details. Since a liar makes things up as they go, they may also have a tendency to add excessive detail to better convince themselves of our, and of our, or others of what they're saying. They also may try to embellish with details that a person who is telling the truth wouldn't think of adding. For example, a poster on allwomenstalk.com said that her mom could always tell when her brother was telling a lie because her brother would just talk on and on when questioned. Number 10. Pointing their fingers, literally. The act of pointing at or towards something or someone else may, may signal a desire to take a focus off of an individual and onto someone else, according to therichest.com. Of course, knowing that if a person normally gesticulates or finger points frequently can be a helpful baseline. Additionally, if they point their finger in a different direction than the way their eyes are looking, they could also be telling a lie. That's according to the student eye. Finally, there may be different techniques to use when trying to detect someone who may be lying to you on the phone or even lying in an email. And of course, none of those tech, you know, what we talked about in the list, you know, should be used alone as a hard and fast strategy for catching someone in a lie. However, you can use some of these. Maybe put them all together. There you go. Where are we? Let me find out. Oh, perfect. All right, we'll be back on segment two. And so don't go away. Proper has made tactical gear with a purpose for over 50 years since their first U.S. Navy contract in 1967. Today, Proper designs and manufactures professional-level tactical apparel and gear for military, law enforcement, and public safety professionals and civilians, whether in the service, on the job, or off for the weekend. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Proper banner now. Black Metal Firearms are a couple guys I know personally and friends of mine that put together some great accessories for all your firearms needs. Everything that I've seen them do is just top notch and very nice looking. BlackMetalFirearms.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Go to Facebook, Black Metal Firearms. They got a great page there too. Learn more about the workmanship and the craftsmanship they put into every accessory and every build they do.
right, welcome back to segment two. Hey guys, do me a favor before we start up. Please support our sponsors. Go to the ContraRadioNetwork.com on our website. S- click on the sponsors tab. We have a new sponsor coming on very shortly, hopefully today. I'll let you know. But hey, support our sponsors because by you know getting the stuff that you want, that, that you need, that you buy, give you know a little bit of kickback to CRN to help keep us going. And I really appreciate it. But please check out our sponsors, would you please? Please. I said please. All right. All humans possess the ability to lie. Many of us do. You know, multiple studies have suggested that on average, Americans tell one or two lies a day. And now, fortunately, experts say there is a way to spot signs of untruthfulness. Put yourself in this position. You're on a checkpoint on a dusty road that's leading to your bug out location. People are coming by. They see the gate, and they're telling you stories. Can I have some water for my child and my wife? They're over there in the woods. They were so scared. you know. And they go on and on with this story. You have a choice. Believe or not believe them. How do you tell which is which? This is what we're talking about. How to detect untruthfulness. It's not like if you're a Democrat and you're, you know, if you're a Democrat and your lips are moving, that's an automatic lie. We know that. So anyways, so to identify a fib, again, you have to first establish a baseline for how someone acts when they're being honest. Now that's Tracy Brown. She's a body language expert and the offer how to detect lies, fraud, and identity theft, a field guide. Now, for example, watch how someone responds to a basic question such as where are you from, where do their eyes go, how does their voice sound. And once you've established that baseline, and it's a baseline in your head, you're watching, you're seeing, watching everything. Look for shifts in behavior in four different categories. Bodily movements, facial expressions, tone of voice, and content of speech, says Dr. Lillian Glass, author of The Body Language of Liars. Those are the codes of communication, she says. The signs, however, aren't foolproof. If someone's uncomfortable in their seat, they may fidget. If someone's nervous, the voice may crack. And there is debate within the healthcare community, and certainly in the area of mental health, about what are reliable body language tips that can possibly indicate that someone is lying. This is from Dr. Gary Brown, a licensed family and marriage therapist based in Los Angeles. Our own perceptions can impede our ability to correctly interpret the signs. What he's really saying is this. I've already got in my mind what I'm looking for And because you're waiting for that very specific sign, you're missing the other ones. That's what they're really saying. And it can be tough to accurately interpret someone through body language since someone may feel tense or look uneasy for many reasons. For example, it's easy to imagine uh, shirking eye contact as people often associate with lying for any number of reasons from feeling socially anxious to bored to ashamed because you know they're lying. We're not always adept at reading others as we assume. But there are other signals that vetted body language experts suggest keeping an eye out for. One is body cues. Again, we're going to talk about the hands. Liars tend to use gestures with their hands after they speak as opposed to during or before a conversation. That's from Tracy Brown who has participated in a deception training program with members of the FBI and occasionally helps work on investigations. 
The mind is doing too many things, including making up the story, figuring out if they're being believed, and adding to the story accordingly. So normal gesturing might normally happen just before a statement happens after the statement. A 2015 study conducted by the University of Michigan looked at 120 media clips of high-stakes court cases in order to understand how people behave when lying versus when they're being truthful. The study found that those who lie are more likely to gesture with both of their hands than those who are telling the truth. People gestured with both of their hands 40% of the lying clips compared to 25% of the truthful clips. So if I'm doing this, I'm begging you, please, please, please listen to me. You gotta believe me. There you go. When people are being dishonest, they also tend to face their palms away from you. All right. And this is again from Tracy Brown. And she regularly gives keynote speeches at financial institutions to help them detect and prevent fraud. It's an unconscious signal that they're holding back information, emotions, or even lying, she says. They may put them in their pockets or even slide them under the table so you can't see them. Itching and fidgeting. Rocking the body back and forth, cocking the head to the side, or shuffling the feet can also be signs of deception. Fluctuations in the, auto, in the automatic nervous system, or the autonomic nervous system, which regulates bodily functions, can also have an effect. When people are nervous, these fluctuations in the nervous system can prompt people to feel itches or tingles in their body, which in turn can cause more fidgeting. A research conducted by the UCLA psychology professor R. Edward Gieselman drew a similar conclusion, finding that people tend to display grooming behavior, such as playing with their hair when being dishonest. Oh, you're just so cute. You're the best. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Facial cues. The eyes. Here we go again. Now, someone who is lying might stare or look at a crucial moment, says Glass. A possible sign they're moving their eyes around as they try to think about what to say next. Now, the research conducted by Gieselman at UCLA corroborated this, finding that people sometimes look away briefly when lying. The 2015 study conducted by the University of Michigan also found that those who lied were more likely to stare than those who were truthful. So much so that 70% of the clips of people lying showed them staring directly at the people they were lying to. There's still some debate over this. However, a 2012 study published in PLOS One debunked the concept that people look in a specific direction when they are dishonest. And while there is a possibility of reading too much into someone's mannerisms, Glass maintains there is some truth to be gleamed from the eyes. Watch the mouth. No, if they, you know, if they, they smart off to you. That's not what they're talking about. You know, rolling the lips back to the point where they almost disappear could be a sign someone is lying by omission. When people do that, they're holding back emotions or facts. The research conducted at UCLA found that people who lie are more likely to purse their lips when asked sensitive questions. Pursing the lips could also mean someone doesn't want to engage in that conversation at hand. It's an instinctive reflex, meaning you don't want to speak. 
a change in complexion. Ever notice someone go white as a ghost when speaking? That could be a sign of untruthfulness. Now that's from uh, Glass, who says this signals blood rushing out of the face. Well, we know that. And, we've, and you've seen it. We've all seen it. How about sweating or dryness? The autonomic nervous system changes. And this is, by the way, when you do the polygraph, they put that little thing on your finger there. So they, that's, that's what they're using to detect sweating or dryness. Automatic nervous system changes can trigger liars to sweat in the teary of the face or have dryness in the mouth and eyes. The person might excessively blink or squint, lick or bite their lips or swallow hard. How about tone of voice? A high-pitched voice. When people are nervous, the muscles in their vocal cords might tighten up. An instinctive response to stress. No, that's not what I said. Got it? All right. So uh, you're leading the voice to sound very high-pitched, says Glass. You, you might also notice a creak in someone's voice. Clearing the throat, a means of coping with the discomfort of the tightened muscles, can also at times signal dishonesty. A sudden change of volume. People who fib tend to raise their voices. Sometimes you'll get louder because you'll get defensive. Got it? And we're back to content of speech. Remember, got to parse every word they say, how they're using, what is the context, all that. So, phrases such as, you got, and you've heard this. I want to be honest with you. Honestly, let me tell you the truth. These can be signs someone may be trying a little too hard to convince you of their honesty. What they're saying is this. Look, I want you to listen to me because I'm going to tell you the truth now and you're going to believe what I tell you. That's what they're saying, what they're really saying, what they say. You got to believe me. You got to. There's no other choice. That's what they're really saying. Using such words as uh, like, and um. You've heard this, and you see it a lot on people, especially on the local news when they're interviewing people. About every other word is uh, like, um, uh, you know. You know, you know. The research conducted at the University of Michigan found speaking with more vocal fill to be a common indicator of deception. Glass says that people tend to use words, tend to use these words more when they're trying to buy time to figure out what they're going to say next. Because remember, they're constructing the story in their head. And they got to make it fit with what they just told you so it makes perfectly chronological, logical sense. Now, slip-ups. Most of us are not natural-born liars. That. So sometimes we let the truth slip out. Notice someone saying things like, I was fired, no wait, I mean I quit, or I was out to dinner with son, so wait, actually I was working late. You might have a liar on your hands. You just, you don't know. My point is this, not all of these mean someone's lying. What it means is for you to be on your guard, be on the lookout. Be, you're going to have to be mentally on top of the game when you're dealing with people. 
And that's just the way it is, my friends. I mean, I don't like it, but that's the way it is. We're a little, we're a little over on this segment. We'll be right back. Are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system and get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger looking skin, increased energy and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com and like me, you'll be glad you did. This is Contra Radio Network, internet radio for the discerning prepper and patriot. Hi, this is John Jeffers of the Jeffers Brief on Contra Radio Network. I'm not only a host here on Contra Radio Network, I'm also the founder of Contra Radio Network. And I want you to know that Contra Radio Network is looking for people who want to do their own podcast. And if you do have your own podcast, I urge you, come check out ContraRadioNetwork.com. And if you like what you see and you like the rates, and by the way, I don't think you can beat our rates. Come join us, because we're looking for more people. We need to get the word out, and you can do the show as you want to do it. All right? Okay, then. We'll see you on Contra Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and thanks for coming over and giving us a try. Until then, I'm John Jeffers on the Contra Radio Network of the Jeffers Brief. Welcome back to segment three. I'm John Jeffers here on the Jeffers Brief. We're talking a little bit of lie detection. Uh, we started out the uh, show. You're on a checkpoint or you're on guard duty. People are coming down the road, coming by you, and they're telling you, you know, you might say, why, why are you here? How did you get here? What do you want? That kind of thing. So you have a minute or two to decide if someone's lying to you or not. How to spot signs of deception. It's not 100%, it's not foolproof. But taken in conjunction with a bunch of other signs, and liars will exhibit it all the time. They can't help themselves. You put that together and make your decisions you're going to do. So 
as we round out this segment, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, you know, generally, how do we find it? How do we recognize the signs that someone is lying? Well, verywellmind.com has, has the answer for you. You know, lying and deception are common human behaviors. And until relatively recently, there's been very little research into just how often people lie. So a 2004 Reader Digest poll found that as many as 96% of people admit to lying at least sometimes. One national study published in 2009 surveyed 1,000 U.S. adults and found that 60% of respondents claimed that they did not lie at all. Instead, the researchers found that about half of all lies were told by just about 5% of all the subjects. Now, the study suggests that while prevalence rates may vary, there likely exists a small group of very prolific liars. You know who they are. They're in your life. They're in my life. We know who they are. It's a small group per se, but we all know them. We know them when we hear them. And now that you know what signs to look for, you know them when you hear them and you see them. The reality is most people will probably lie from time to time. Some of these lies are little white lies intended to protect someone else's feelings, like, no, that shirt doesn't make you look fat. In other words, these lies can be much more serious, like lying on a resume or even sinister, covering up a crime. And lying can be hard to detect. People are surprisingly bad at detecting lies. Now, one study, for example, found that people who only able to accurately detect lying 54% of the time in a lab set in a lab setting. Hardly impressive when factoring in a 50% detection rate by pure chance alone. Clearly, behavioral differences between honest and lying individuals are difficult to discriminate and measure. Researchers have attempted to uncover different ways of detecting lies. While there may not be a simple telltale sign that someone is dishonest, like Pinocchio's nose or Democrats' lips moving, Researchers have found a new helpful indicators. Like many things, though, detecting a lie often comes down to one thing. Trusting your instincts. By knowing what signs might accurately detect a lie and learning how to heed your own gut reaction, you may, you may be able to become better at spotting falsehoods. So let's go over the signs of lying again. We've been through it twice. We're going to do it again. Psycholo uh, psychologists have utilized research on body language and deception to help members of law enforcement distinguish between the truth and lies. Researchers at UCLA conducted studies on the subject in addition to analyzing 60 studies on deception in order to develop recommendations and training for law enforcement. The results of their research were published in the American Journal of Forensic Psychiatry. Now here are the red flags. Someone may be lying to you. A few of the potential red flags that researchers identified that might indicate people are deceptive include being vague, offering few details. In other words, they'll tell you just enough, but not too much. If you want to know more, you're going to have to ask more probing questions of that person. How about repeating questions before answering them? Okay. I've got an issue with this, and I'm going to tell you why. Nose palms out. 
Why is this? Many times, effective listening, to be a good listener, it's always good to repeat the question. So that way, one, you're sure in your own mind what the question was. By repeating out loud, you repeat that question back at the asker, the interrogator. And that way, you know they heard exactly what they just said to you. That's good communication. It's effective communication. However, the flip side is that, this. When people lie, and they're going to, they need time. Remember, if they're lying, they're formulating the story. Oh, they have to fit together. So they got to buy time to figure out how they, their answer is going to figure into the story they're making up as they go along. So that's a you know two-headed beast there. Uh, the other one, here's another one. Speaking in sentence fragments. In other words, they're talking, but they're not completing sentences. How about failing to provide specific details when a story is challenged? Now this is where they're making up their story because they got to fit. They got it. They got seconds, maybe minute or two, to make the story up and fill in the details as they go along. If they're making it up, the details aren't going to match because they cannot remember the details they just told you two or three minutes ago. So if they tell you a story and they say, well, my wife said this, and then they move on, then you move on to a different subject matter, then a couple minutes later you move back and said, what did your wife say again? Make them repeat exactly what they told you the first time. If they're lying, it will change. If they're telling the truth, they'll be exactly the same. They don't have to think it up. And then you got um, grooming behavior, such as playing with the hair or pressing fingers to lips. Lead researcher R. Edward Gieselman, that's Professor Gieselman, suggests that while detecting deception is never easy, quality training can improve a person's ability to detect lies. Without training, many people think they can detect deception, but their perceptions are unrelated to their actual ability. Quick, inadequate training sessions lead people to overanalyze and to do worse than if they just go with their gut reactions. You remember what we're talking about? Remember that? We're talking about going, oh yeah, um, that's right. They're going to say, in other words, it's your gut reaction. It's your, um, it's that little voice in the back of your head. Sometimes we call it situational awareness. Lie detecting fits inside the world of situational awareness. Okay, so you're there with it. So with that said, you're going to know whether or not someone's lying. Your gut reactor will tell you. you. You take all these signs, you ask a few penetrating, detailed questions, and then a few minutes later, ask them the same question again. Make them repeat it. Now, here's some tips for identifying the line. If you suspect that someone may not be telling the truth, there are a few strategies you can use that might help distinguish fact from fiction. You don't rely on body language alone. When it comes to detecting lies, people often focus on body language or, you know, tells or subtle physical or behavioral signs that reveal deception. 
While body language cues can sometimes hint at deception, research suggests that many expected behaviors are not always associated with lying. Now, researcher Howard Ehrlichman, a psychologist who has been studying eye movement since the 1970s, has found that eye movements do not signify lying at all. In fact, he suggests that shifting eyes mean that a person is thinking, or more precisely, that he or she is accessing their long-term memory. What is long-term memory? How long is long-term memory? We'll talk about it. Other studies have shown that while individual signals and behaviors are useful indicators of deception, some of the ones most often linked to lying, such as eye movements, are among the worst predicators. So while body language can be a useful tool in detecting of lies, the key is to understand which signals to pay attention to. So you got to focus on the right signals, see, right? Where are we? Before, I don't want to go over too much. Oh, i got two minutes. You know what? Before we continue, we end, we end this segment. Let's take a break now, and we'll come back. Don't forget to listen to Two Crazy Guys, Prepping 2.0, MLM, the good, the bad, the truth, right here on Contra Radio Network. It would behoove you to do so. And don't forget to please, please, please patronize our sponsors. You can find a list of them on our website at ContraRadioNetwork.com, ContraRadioNetwork.com. Please do that because, you know, you get what you need and we get a little bit off it. They don't raise, they don't raise your price to give us money. It's still the same price you pay as if you just went to their website. But by going through the Contra Radio Network site and linking that way, they'll take a small, a small percentage of what you pay them on their normal prices and give it to us for sending you to them. All right, we'll be right back after this, and we'll wrap up this show. All right? Proper has made tactical gear with a purpose for over 50 years since their first U.S. Navy contract in 1967. Today, Proper designs and manufactures professional-level tactical apparel and gear for military, law enforcement, and public safety professionals and civilians, whether in the service, on the job, or off for the weekend. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Proper banner now. Black Metal Firearms are a couple guys I know personally and friends of mine that put together some great accessories for all your firearms needs. Everything that I've seen them do is just top-notch and very nice looking. BlackMetalFirearms.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Go to Facebook, Black Metal Firearms. they got a great page there too. Learn more about the workmanship and the craftsmanship they put into it every accessory, and every build they do.
to the fourth and final segment here on, on the Jeffers Brief. Let's continue on. We're going to discuss some of the uh, right signals to focus on when you're trying to decipher and detect if someone's lying to you. Now, one of the meta-analysis found that while people do often rely on valid cues for detecting lies, the problem might lie with the weakness of these cues as deception indicators in the first place. So some of those accurate deception cues that people do pay attention to include being vague. If the speaker seems to intentionally leave out important details, it might be because they are lying. Vocal uncertainty. If the person seems unsure or insecure, they are more likely to be perceived as lying. Indifference, shrugging, lack of expression, and a bored posture can be signs of lying since the person is trying to avoid conveying emotions and possible tells. Overthinking. If the, individual, if the individual seems to be thinking too hard to fill in the details of the story, it might be because they are deceiving you. Again, they're trying to put the story together. The lesson here is that while body language may be helpful, it is important to pay attention to the right signals. However, some experts suggest that relying too heavily on certain signals may impair the ability to detect lies. So here's one. I've never done this. I haven't even heard of it being done, but I suppose you could do it. Ask them to tell their story in reverse. Lie detection can be seen as a passive process. People may assume they can just observe the potential liar's body language and facial expressions to spot obvious tells. In taking a more active approach to uncovering lies, you can yield better results. Some research has suggested that asking people to report their stories in reverse order rather than chronological order can increase the accuracy of lie detection. Verbal and nonverbal cues that distinguish between lying and truthing or truth-telling, it may become more apparent as the cognitive load increases. So lying is a more mentally taxing than telling the truth. If you add even more cognitive complexity, behavioral clues become more apparent. Some, what you could do, and I've actually, I've only seen this, I heard about this being done once. Ask them to write down their story. And they're going to write down the story. Truth, lies, doesn't matter. They're going to write down the story. And then when you get this, the paper in your hand and you start talking to them, say, okay, tell me the story in reverse. If they're lying, they are not going to remember all the details they put in there because They'll be jumping back and forth, back and forth, trying to cover once they remember that they screwed up. So that's it right there. All right. So not only telling a lie more cognitive demanding, but liars typically exert much more mental energy toward monitoring their behaviors and evaluating the responses of others. They are concerned with their credibility and ensuring that other people believe their stories. All this takes a considerable amount of effort. So if you throw in a difficult task, like relating their story in reverse order, Cracks in the story and other behavioral indicators might become easier to spot. In one study, 80 mock suspects either told the truth or lied about a staged event. Some of the individuals were asked to report their stories in reverse order, while others simply told their stories in chronological order. The researchers found that the reverse order interviews revealed more behavioral clues to deception. 
Now, the second experiment, 55 police officers watched taped interviews from the first experiment and were asked to determine who was lying and who was not. The investigation revealed that law enforcement officers were better at detecting lies in the reverse order interviews than they were in the chronological interviews. So, trust your instincts. Your immediate gut reactions might be more, might be more accurate than, say, any conscious lie detection you might you might attempt. In one study, researchers had 72 participants watch videos of interviews with mock crime suspects. Some of the suspects had stolen a $100 bill off a bookshelf, while others had not. Yet all the suspects were told to tell the interviewer that they had not taken the money. So similar to previous studies, the participants were unable to consistently detect lies, only accurately identifying the liars 43% of the time and the truth tellers 48% of the time. But the researchers also utilized implicit behavioral reaction time tests to assess the participants' more automatic and unconscious responses to the suspects. What they discovered was that the subjects were more likely to unconsciously associate words like dishonest and deceitful with the suspects that were actually lying. They were also more likely to implicitly associate words like valid and honest with the truth tellers. The results suggest that people may have an unconscious, intuitive idea about whether someone is lying. All right, something else before I don't want to lose this. I don't want to, let's see, where, where, where are we? No, 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 not, not that one, Batman. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Oh, plenty of time, plenty of time. Okay, something else that I found. And you're not, you're going to laugh when I tell you where I found this article. You're going to crack up. You know what? I laugh at my wife. Here it is, the cover. Women first. And what do they have about there for women? How to read people like a pro. That is lie detecting. Magazines telling your wife how to catch you in a lie. But that's got some good information. That's why I wanted to share it with you. Um, you know, what it talks about is um, the eyebrow check. Now, um... 93% of communication is nonverbal. That's true. So the next time you're bouncing an idea off a friend and want to know her honest opinion, pay attention to the tiny space above her nose and between her eyebrows called the glabella, where multiple muscles connect. When we disagree with someone, the lines in this region suddenly furrow or change. And that reveals former FBI agent Joe Navarro author of what everybody is saying. When we agree, this part of the face is relaxed. It's a very informative region that most people miss because they're distracted by flashier signals like nodding, which isn't always honest. So turning into, the, turning into this nickel-sized truth zone will help you pinpoint when someone is really thinking. No, look, no. No, you look good in it. Yeah, it looks good when you wear it. All right, that's the idea. Gauge connection. This is called a neck check. All right. One of the best ways to gauge is someone is letting down their guard and truly comfortable with you. What is it? You watch their neck. Now pay particular attention to the soft space at the base of the throat 
known as the supernatural notch. It's right here. You'll feel it. It's right there. All right. It's between the collarbones. We instinctively touch this area. It's a self-soothing move when we feel insecure. Think of the saying, clutching her pearls or the tendency for men to adjust their ties when the pressure is on. These gestures stand out because they're subconscious and often indicate the person is uncomfortable or holding something back. Tilting one's head, however, to expose the neck, the body's most vulnerable area, is a sign of trust. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm good. Follow? And then a gut check. Um, you got to look for the nonverbal mood clues. And this is from expert Patty Wood. When we position our belly, it says a lot about our stress and confidence level, she says. Just note how someone stands when they're talking to you. Belly facing you or aligned slightly away. When people position their belly, which holds our precious vital organs toward us, they're showing us a sense of safety, says Wood. But when they shift away, it's a signal that they want to escape. These postures are hardwired into our brain's limbic system and are therefore very revealing. So, you want to speak volumes with your body language. Um, no. Ah, let's see. Let's see how much time we got before I, before I roll into this one. Oh, not enough time. Look, though. <coughs> I told you. <coughs> if you want, go out, find this. Was it Women's Daily? Women's, what was the name of it? Oh, Four Women First. There you go. What was this one? It's March 2nd. Is that, did I read, is this right? I can't even read the damn cover. What is it? Yeah, I think it's Women's First, Women Daily First or something. Anyways, they'll have it in there. You're saying, John, why are you reading a women's magazine? Because I got to be able to keep up with my daughter and my wife. I got to know what they're saying. I got to know what they're doing. I got to know how they're thinking. I got to know what they know in order to keep up with them and defend myself from the very onslaught that they provide against me each day. All right. Anyways, my friends, um, that's about detecting lies. And I just kind of put it in the perspective of being a prepper, being a patriot leader, your group leader, and you got, or, or you're just a plain old dog face, you know, going along with everything. Remember that. Practice it. Practice it. Look for it. Now, what I suggest you is get a pad and pencil, uh, pad and pencil, or a pen, writing instrument. Use your blood. I don't care. Listen to the up this episode again. Write down what I'm telling you. Write down the cues, what to look for, what to look for, what to look for. And then, when you're talking to your family members, practice on them. Follow along with it. See if they're giving off, you know, any signs or whatnot. That's the important thing. All right, my friends, I am John Jeffers here on the Contra Radio Network on the Jeffers Brief saying thanks for listening. 
listen to our other shows, and please check out and support our sponsors. Thanks again. We'll have a see you next week. Thank you.